Happy Tuesday, Locked On Wildcat fans. And as always, thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. All right, um, we're going to talk about, even though Arizona lost the game, there was a victory in this from an Arizona football perspective. And we're going to get to some Pac-12, Big 12 talk. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, lots to get to this show. First, though, we are going to talk about Arizona-USC from yesterday. All right, now. Yes, Arizona, uh, USC did win, but there is a lot of really good stuff to take away from this one right now. And the first one, first thing is, um, this Arizona offense is formidable. And watching this up, obviously, from the press box, the one thing that you could say, a little flex by me right there, the one thing that you could say about this squad right here, though, is that they – look the part offensively and that starts at the wide receiver position right now if there's a better group and i can't believe i'm saying this but if there's a better group of wide receivers in the country i'm not sure who they are i would love to see this um but you look at it across the board um but who's better than arizona right now you've got uh You've got three guys right now in Dorian Singer, T-Mac, uh, uh, and Jacob Cowing that could play for absolutely anybody right now. And you watch them, and they look the part, and they showed out in a big-time way against USC. One thing, though, that you watch them, though, that's fascinating is uh, T-Mac, the five-star wide receiver, uh, obviously gets a lot of headlines and Jacob Cowing, the big-time transfer, gets a ton, um, a ton um, of head, uh, headlines. But Dorian Singer, Dorian Singer, though, is a monster, and you saw that against USC. He, they really couldn't guard them. He really couldn't guard it. Um, and. Again, I'm just kind of at a loss for words right now, but when you watch what Singer was able to do, he was able to get deep. He was able to get over the middle. He was able to work basically anything you want, and that's the guy that's the third wide receiver on this team. Then you look at Jacob Cowing, and again, I tweeted this out earlier, but and I basically said, maybe Homer talk speaking, but is there a better wide receiver unit in the country than the one for Arizona football? I don't know that there is. I really don't. Um, and it's weird to say this, but I don't know that – I really don't know that there is. And, again, again, you bra- you're, looking at, you're looking at a bunch of NFL players right now. They're looking at three NFL guys right now, and Jaden Delora is the quarterback that can get, uh, that can get them the ball when they need, uh, when they need to. One thing that I think is very fascinating, though, is about how they all complement each other. And you saw that, and you saw that against USC. 
um, in that McMillan is big. He's physical. He can make a lot of plays out there. He looks like what a five-star wide receiver should look like. And then you look at other guys, and uh, again, Jacob Cowling has come in. He's an NFL player. He's going to be at that. Uh, he's going to be at that position right there. He's going to play in the NFL. And Dorian Singer is a guy that's going to play in the NFL as well. Then you factor in that you got Tanner McLaughlin, one of the better tight ends in the entire country, and are certainly in the conference. And I don't know that there is really anything that uh, you can take away from this unit that isn't just incredibly, incredibly impressive by what Jed Fish has been able to do here. Um, again, you factor in Jaden Delora, a quarterback that can get everybody the ball, and this is a pretty, this pretty impressive work right there. Now, again, this team is far from uh, this team is far from perfect. We all know that. There's there's obviously some major major issues here on the defensive side, and we'll get to that. But offensively, this is a squad that causes problems for people, and it's going to cause problems for people all season. And if they can really get their if they could get their red zone uh, uh, situation figured out, this would be a squad that's dropping a lot of uh, a lot <laughs> of, of points on the board. And then, you know, DJ Williams, I think running back is clearly the best option out there. But, you know, it's not very often that you come away from a game against USC and you say that Arizona's got as good skill position players as USC. And that's exactly what I thought coming away from that game. Now, it's not all roses right here. Roses, see what I did there? It's not all roses for sure. There's obviously some concerns. And a big concern is the defense in that, first of all, it was better this game. I'm cool with, I'm actually cool with how the defense played, but you got to get, there's a lot of dead weight on that defense. There's a lot of guys that you just basically got to get out of there. I hate, I hate to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy, but you watch this defense and there's just a lot of uh, guys out there that shouldn't be there. I love the youth movement though. I love going with uh, uh, Fusions Prysock. I love going with uh, Takario Davis. Give them some give them some reps. You put in DJ Warnell as well. Let all of those guys get in there and uh, let all of those guys get in there and start making some plays. Start letting them cook as the term goes. But um but uh, Jacob Manu, love seeing him out there. Love seeing Deuce Davis out there. A lot of different players out there that you're uh, got to be enthused by watching. And quite frankly, um, that's a big tip of the cap to Jed Fish right there because this unit right here was not supposed to uh, make the kind of leap that it did, and that's where I think it's incredibly impressive. So again, we'll uh, we'll see how this goes, but. I I was more than okay with the uh, performance that Arizona put out there, and I think that this is going to be something that uh, everybody can really build on. Now, again, the defense is the defense is a massive problem. There's you know there's no doubt about that. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it's not a massive problem, but you've at least got an offense that looks like it's fixed, and you're going to have talent coming down the board too as well. Because keep in mind, you've got a Noah Fafita, you've got a uh, uh, you've got a Noah Fafita. You've got a uh, uh, a Braden Dorman come in, four-star quarterback. These are guys that can play. These are guys that a lot of expectations are going to be on. So we'll uh, again, we'll see where uh, we'll see where everything does uh, pan out. But so far, so good from the uh, Jed Fish overhauled offense. Again, the defense is going to be a little bit of a struggle, but we'll see where exactly that does lay. But 
you also, again, you have talented guys on there as well that uh, certainly give you some hope that uh, Arizona could continue to uh, improve, I guess. Because, again, Jacob Manu can play. DJ Warnell can play. Um, Deuce Davis can play. Uh, uh, Ephesians Prysock was absolutely, t- uh, absolutely awesome. And so there are is some young talent right there. It's just about being able to get them on the field, being able to get them on there and be able to, you know, get them in the best positions. But I'm all for taking lumps this year. I'm all for, you know what, just put these guys out there, let them see what they can do. And you know what, you might be able to get there and uh, you might be able to say that uh, um, you might be able to get there and say that, Quite frankly, this team is on a uh, this team is on an upward trajectory. You look at their numbers too going into the season. You look at their numbers, uh, and just everything across the board is significantly better. If this team had a good defense, or at least an average defense, it would be one of the better teams in the conference. But you know what? Rome was not built in a year. We all know that Rome was certainly not built in a year. But it uh, ends up getting built. This uh, this again though was a good game. And it's very rare that you see an Arizona team that you look at and you're like, man, they could hang with SC from a talent perspective. You generally don't see that. So again, kudos right there. All right. Now, a couple things, a couple of house cleaning notes right here. Got to talk about uh, sweat block. All right. Sweat block is how many times everybody knows somebody that has problems with sweating, has major issues. And so, you know, um, Pamela, and this is just a story, but Pamela would hide in her office every 30 minutes to dry off her armpits so that no one would see the wet circles under her arms. That is not, everybody knows somebody like that that sweats a ton. And you know what? It's a problem. Nobody likes having to deal with that. And that's where sweat block came in. Sweat block gives you the confidence to wear what you want without embarrassing underarm sweat. Uh, the sweat block wipes were featured and tested on the Rachel Ray show. If you were someone uh, you know is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, uh, try sweat block. Save 20% with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. Again, sweat block is where it's at. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. We're going to talk a little bit of conf- uh, conference realignment chatter. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we got a lot more to get to here. The Big Twelve has now uh, signed a deal with uh, has signed a deal with um, uh, the pack, or excuse me, with the uh, uh, ESPN and Fox. Now, to rehash, the Pac-12 had this opportunity, and uh, basically the conference said, or the uh, Network said, or whoever you want to believe basically said, yeah, no, we're good. And that's kind of what happened right there. Um, The Big 12, honestly, and we've talked about this, is a more attractive conference for a variety of reasons. The first reason is, is that they have better teams. Again, we're going to start with basketball, and I totally get the football revenue sport. Get all that. We're going to get to that in a minute. But Big 12 is obviously arguably the best conference in the nation when it comes to basketball. You've got Kansas, which obviously takes a backseat to nobody in the country when it comes to uh, when it comes to play. You got Kansas, you got Baylor, which has become a top five program in the nation, won a championship, was a number one seed, 
all kinds of stuff that was very impressive there. Then you look at other teams too. You've got a Texas Tech that was just recently in the uh, recently in the Final Four. You've got a Houston coming in. You got a Cincinnati coming in. It is a top flight basketball conference. And honestly, if you were to add an Arizona to it, it becomes easily the best conference in the country, no doubt about it. Um, and from a football perspective, let's just look at it. You've got Oklahoma State, you've got Baylor, or, uh, Baylor, and you got TCU. You got three teams in the top ten right there, mm. or top fifteen. Um, so it's at least as good as the uh, Pac-12 in football, and it's clearly significantly better when it comes to basketball. So there's two things that aren't really arguable, and. You know, so, and on top of that, there's a reason that the uh, networks, they prioritized them. There's a reason that they wanted to get a, uh, that they wanted to get a deal done right there because it's big time, you know, it's big time sports right now. Um, Now the Pac-12, the Pac-12 has their advantages are this. And again, keep in mind, uh, Brett Yormark, the, uh, um, the uh, uh, conference commissioner for the Big 12 said that his uh, he was going to be able to get more than 12. Uh, he was going to be able to get more than um, uh, uh, a big raise for all of his schools from the 42 million. A lot of people didn't think he was going to be able to do that. He did do it. And that's what's impressive. That's what's impressive about it. Um, so they. Uh, um, so we'll start with that. We'll start with that. But he said. I'm going to be able to get everybody a raise. Not only did he get him a raise, he got him a significant raise. Now, again, there's $31 million, which is a straight network TV deal. And then on top of that, there is the 42 – or is, there's the uh, number of about $50 million, which is going to go up, probably going to be closer to $60 million. So Brett Yormach knew what he was doing there. Um, so there. But what happens, though, and what's fascinating in this entire uh, situation now is that, sir, it was leaked. Now, what's going to happen with George Kliakov? Now, um, a lot of people think that they'll be able to get that flat $31 million, you know, from a streaming service, but I don't really know that you're going to be able to make up that other ground right there. You're going to be able to get to that $50 million flat number? I don't really see that one happening. As a matter of fact, I'd be very surprised if it got up in that upper high 50s number that the Big 12 is probably going to be dealing with. So there's that. And then... When you look at uh, the rest of the conference right there, you've got a lot of, you know, you got a lot of dregs. Arizona, or the Pac-12 in basketball without the L.A. schools is absolutely terrible. It just is. The Big 12 is absolutely terrible, or the Pac-12 is absolutely terrible. It's Arizona, it's Oregon, and it's a bunch of other teams that just, quite frankly, don't matter at all and aren't going to really ever matter. And then in football, it's Oregon and Utah, and that's it. So... You know, I mean, I guess take take what you want from it, but it's not a uh, athletically, it's not a good conference. Now, you can say this: that the cities in the Pac-12 are definitely better than uh, uh, the cities in the Big 12, and the academics are definitely better as well. Not going to argue any of that, but you know what? To me, this is about. Uh, athletic competition, furthering your athletic programs and making money. And that's where the big 12 comes into play right there. All right. We're going to talk a little bit about the, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the PAC 12 here and the rest of the conference in a moment, but got a couple other things that we got to get to a couple house cleaning items as, uh, as the kids like to say. And um, first of all, why don't we talk about, all right, my solar nerd. All right. But actually, yeah, my solar 
everybody has had a situation with somebody where, um, you know, uh, uh, especially out in the desert where you're like, all right, should I get into solar? Should I not get into solar? What exactly should I do? My solar nerd is the place that apps that makes it easier for every to be able to uh, find out what, first of all, they don't get paid anything. And then second of all, um, and then second of all, what's impressive about though, my solar nerd is that They've been here. They have a great. Um, they have a great, great reputation throughout the uh, throughout the uh, the entire Southwest. And I can vouch for it that it's uh, it's worked for me. I got. I used my Solar Nerd. It helped. Now here's the better part. Listeners will get a fifty dollars Amazon gift card when they book a no commitment evaluation. This promotion is only for listeners. And uh, this promotion is only for listeners. Again, and. Um, if you you got to put in lo- promo code locked on uh, and select locked on on how you heard about it, but uh, make the switch to solar on your terms. Start your research process by visiting mysolarnerd.com today and show locked on some love by letting them know who sent you, folks. Going solar doesn't need to be complicated. Mysolarnerd.com makes it easy peasy. All right, now when it looks at the rest of the conference and the lay of the land, what's going to happen with the Big Twelve? or the Pac-12. And the one thing that I've maintained is that uh, when I watch George Kliakoff, I don't, there's not much about him that inspires much confidence. I look at George Kliakoff and first thing he says is when he comes in, we've talked about this, but the first thing he says is I'm not interested in the, uh, um, I'm not interested in the, uh, um, you know, in expanding. We were, and keep in mind, everybody else was obviously expanding at that point. Um, then he also made then he also made the point too, where he said that uh, not only are we not going to look to expand, um, we're also not uh, you know we feel good with where we're at. And he had no clue what was happening with the Big Ten and the uh, Big Ten schools. On top of that, then he comes out here and he says that UCLA is going to lose money going to the Big Ten, and then asked for proof. He doesn't provide any proof. Um, Nobody really believes that UCLA is going to lose money. And on top of that, he also said that he doesn't believe that he doesn't know um, uh, anybody at UCLA that supports that move. You're not talking to the right guy, dude. So we'll get to that in a second. But also got to tell you about Nissan. Our partners at Nissan have worked with us to create a new segment across Locked On, Thrilling Moments. All right. Now a thrilling moment against uh, USC. Uh, Nick Foles, 2009 at USC, engineers a comeback win, something I was there actually in USC. Watching it was very impressive. It shows what Arizona can do when it's on its game. And again, Nick Foles, awesome, awesome player. Uh, this segment has been brought to you by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you, the all-new Frontier Armada or Pathfinder today, available now at Nissan.com. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we're going to wrap everything up, get you ready for tomorrow. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, tomorrow, we're going to talk some Arizona basketball. We're going to talk a little bit of Arizona football. We're going to see what kind of conference realignments are out there, but a lot of stuff to get to as well. Again, 
very enthused by what I saw from the football team. I know they lost, but you know what? That's where you saw the talent. You saw the overhaul from the Jed Fish administration. And what exactly is going on here? You got to rectify the defense, and we'll obviously be talking a lot more about that. But tip of the cap to Jed Fish right now. He's done an absolutely fantastic job. And when they get that defense rolling, you're going to really see, I think, the Bobby Robbins, uh, Dave Hickey vision that uh, they brought in. But Everybody out there, you have a great rest of your Tuesday. Stay safe out there. We will be back with you tomorrow. As always, thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats.